Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. Very excited about our show today. I've got a personal friend of mine, a coach of mine, mentor, uh, colleague, and somebody that you are going to love hearing from today, Tiffany Julie. Great friend. And you know, at The Pursuit, we always want to bring high-level performers, people that are making things happen in their life in big ways, in many different areas. And Tiffany is absolutely that in so many different facets. I mean, you know, you're going to get to hear from somebody today, multiple seven figures. She's built multiple seven figure businesses, certified high performance coach, big time into just creating a great life. Unbelievable story too, which you're going to get to hear from as well. And Tiffany, hey, I know we've been looking forward to doing this for a while. So excited to have you on the show. Yeah, Ben, thank you so much for having me. This is going to be fun. We're going to have a good time for sure. Um, I want to start right away because, I mean, your story is incredible. You very uh, like non-traditional path, you know, entrepreneur at 18 years old, right, right away. And, um, and, and I think what's so neat, and I want to hear your perspective on it, but just how literally, I mean, you started on that and, you know, had achieved a fair bit of success, but hadn't found what you were looking for and go through this whole life experience. I don't want to tell the story. I want to hear you tell a story. So maybe we can start with that a bit. Yeah, absolutely. So straight out of high school, I was like, I just knew I wasn't meant for a traditional path. And I'm like, you know, I I was always trying to solve problems. And I think that's the entrepreneur in me, right? Like we get paid to solve problems. And so I was just always like trying to make money any way that I could and come up with these like inventive ideas all throughout high school and just my whole life. You know, I think I was probably selling in the playground ever since I could talk, you know what I mean? That was just my personality. (laughs) And so I was, I just knew I wasn't meant for, for the traditional path. And I, I set out, out, on my own to just figure it out. Like what, what kind of businesses can I create and, um, how can I do this? And so I just kept following like the next nugget that, you know, fell in front of me. And I was like, okay, I see all these problems. I'm going to solve these problems. And that's kind of just how I started to create businesses. And it just spawned from there and, you know, came to a point where I was successful, Mm -hmm. but not happy. You know, with, with, I was successful with the results, but not happy in life in general. And so I knew something had to change for sure. Yeah. And you were, I mean, I think you were quite successful too. Nice home, nice car, boats. I mean, I know the story about the yachts, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, uh, yeah, when, when you talk about that, so you reach that point in your journey, outwardly successful, inwardly not happy. What started to shift? What did you start to do? Because I, I think there's probably a lot of people that can relate to that. They achieve one goal and before, you know, they're already on to the next goal and, and never really satisfied with their life. Yeah. So I think I had to get clarity because I had been living my whole life uh, under the expectation of what society kind of tells you will bring you happiness. You yeah. know, the the things, the house, the boats, the cars, the the clothes, the bags, you know, and I had it all. And I still was waking up every single day feeling so empty, you know, mm-hmm. like not fulfilling work. Yeah, I was successful, but every new goal that I would hit, I didn't get that feeling of fulfillment or proudness, you know, I just was on to the next goal. And it was just the boring, it was kind of boring, you know what I mean? A boring life and unfulfilling life. And so I just had to get clear on what it was that I wanted, you know, like what would make me happy in my soul and do some soul searching. And I know that I had carried around this book. It was this travel book then, and it was amazing. And I would look at it all the time and just want to go to all these beautiful places all over the world. And And so I just said to myself, you know, I got caught up also in a trap of, of 
we do this to ourselves sometimes, you know, what is my purpose in life? The one Mm -hmm. thing that I'm supposed to be here to do. And, you know, like clarity can be very overwhelming when you're unclear about everything, right? Mm -hmm. Like, where do you even start? You know what I mean? And so I said to myself, okay, forget this. I got caught up in the chasing my tail and, oh, not being able to make a decision. And, and what if I make a wrong decision? What if that actually doesn't make me happy? Cause I had been doing that my whole life, you know, and I had ingrained into my subconscious, like, what if, what if, what if, you know? And so at that point I just said, Hey, I'm just going to sell everything I own because none of this makes me happy at all. Like, yeah, Yeah. the boats are fun, whatever, but I'm just going to sell it all. And I'm just going to follow the next place in this book, this travel book that I had been bringing around with me whatever lights me up. And I bought a one-way ticket to Thailand, sold everything I own to sort of set out to find myself and to start a new, new journey, new chapter of life. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Everyone I, thought it was nuts. They're like, what is going on? Like, what is she For doing? sure. Oh yeah. I mean, outwardly, like you say, I mean, people think you, you got everything you could ever wanted and, and you're getting rid of it. And, and I think what's so important about that too is that, you know, a lot of people listening, they, they may not have achieved that level of success yet in their lives, but we got to be mindful of an important question you asked once you had all that, that I think people need to start with before is what actually makes me happy? Cause, mm-hmm. cause I think so often so many people are under that illusion that exactly what you talked about, that if I have the things, if I got the money, if I got the homes, if I have the cars, you know, all that kind of stuff, then I'll be happy. And uh, when it's not, I mean, we got to figure out what that is now, right? And I know we've we've talked a lot about that just working together too. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you go, you go start traveling, you go to Thailand, you're on your path to find yourself major, you know, kind of at the time probably seemed like a life crisis, not, not that far after that, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And um, tell that story. I mean, it's powerful. Yeah. So traveling around for about eight months, just trying to figure out, you know, life. How do I do this thing? How do I sustain travel? You know what I mean? I'm going to have to build a business. And I almost didn't even believe that you could build massive online businesses because I was so used to building a brick and mortar company, you know, where people come Mm -hmm. to the office and, you know, Mm -hmm. that whole thing. And so I was like researching how to make money online and, and, you know, all these people had these huge numbers going on. And I was saying to myself like, oh, that yeah, okay. If it were that easy, everybody would be doing it. You know what I mean? That was like my thought process. And I, and now I understand like, wow, <laughs> the internet is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And um, what we can do with it is just absolutely incredible. But in the time, I just I was just trying to research, how do I do this? How do I sustain this kind of lifestyle of, of traveling? Because I loved it. You know, I love just being free and having one backpack full of things. And although that was scary to kind of pare down like that. I felt free. It felt relieving. It felt like, wow, like the things that I actually had with me were the most important to me, most meaningful things. You know what I mean? Cause you have to choose. And so, um, then it was about eight months in and I decided I was like, okay, I was with my partner and he had done the same thing. He came to Thailand and, you know, um, we kind of looked at each other and was like, okay, what are we going to do online? Like we have to decide now, you know, we got to just go for something. Cause also we were finding, we were getting caught in the trap of, okay, well, what business is going to resonate? Cause there's so many ways to make money online. It's absolutely incredible. Hmm. And like, I still don't even know all the ways, you know what I mean? Like you could live a lifetime with all these different things. And it's so interesting how, how people do it. So we kind of finally, like we were getting around 
people who were making money online. We were getting in those communities and we really resonated with um, online e-commerce. So mm-hmm. doing a, re- a retail store, it just made sense to us. It clicked, you know, make money while you sleep was like the fun thing that we were so excited about, you know, like we don't have to show up. We can just make money all the time, 24 seven. This is amazing. Like, how mm-hmm. do we do this? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, we made that decision, but before we were going to actually like a buckle down because, you know, we didn't know anything on how to do it. We, we were going to buckle down and do it, but I decided to go to a, a Vipassana retreat yep. for two weeks first, um, just to have some space before we really set in on that journey. And when I came out of Vipassana, I didn't realize that those tools that I had learned on the meditation mat were going to serve me well over the next few years mm-hmm. because I came out of, out of the retreat and the next day was my 32nd birthday and I woke up in the middle of the night blind out of, like crazy black. Yeah. black, like sat up. My eyes were burning, had no clue what was going on, freaking out my body. I'm getting goosebumps. My body was such in shock. I was shaking. We had no clue what was happening. And it was just pitch black, like black. Like I couldn't see anything, no light, no nothing. Wow. We didn't know what was going on. And we were like calling all of our friends. It's like 4 a.m. in the morning. And we're like, what do we do? What do we do? And and we thought like maybe I got something in my eye. So, you know, they were telling us like the Google, we were Googling it and it was saying, put milk in there, put milk. So we're yeah. like pouring milk in my eye, like just this chaos, you know, yeah, like yeah. I could go on and on. But finally, obviously it wasn't going away or getting better. So we went to the emergency room Yeah. and basically they looked at me and were like, wow, like, emergency flight back to the US. We were in Malaysia at the time. Mm. And they were like, we can't help you. Like, you better go go to some specialists and 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 see what's going on here. And so we took an emergency flight to the US, best corneal specialists um, in the US, straight into Boston. They wheeled me in the wheelchair from the plane into the emergency room there. And they looked at me and that's really what began the journey to mm. the next phase of my life. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. So they will you in and then, and, and I know, cause we've talked about it too, but if I shouldn't say, I know, but if I remember correctly, I, I think the doctor told you, you probably won't see again. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, they literally said you better get, just get used to living your life this way. Wow. Cause we have no clue what is happening to you. We have no clue what happened to you. Um, they flew in doctors over the next eight months to figure out from all over the world because they literally didn't know I was their science experiment. And we still don't know to this day what happened. And they basically Crazy. said like, there's literally nothing we can do. Yeah. Like, sorry. Uh, you know, we just don't know. And so yeah. I was in a huge unknown and I, I basically had the choice in that moment when they said, you better get used to living your life blind. I looked at them and I said, but I don't accept believe and surrender to that outcome because actually that's not going to be my reality. Like I will not live my life at 32 for the rest of my life blind. Like that's not an option for me actually. So I'm going to go figure it out and watch me kind of thing. Like, and they were like, Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) It's crazy. Like blah, blah, blah. You know, they still can't believe it. Every time I go in there, they all come in and they're like, how'd you do it? (laughs) And I tell them like visualization, meditation. I train my brain. I reprogram myself and they're doctors. And they're like, Oh yeah, whatever. Like she's just insane. They still think I'm crazy. But um, anyway, I proved them wrong at least. I think that's so powerful because I mean, there's, there's, there's people here listening right now. They're going through their own challenges. They're going through their mm. own. It might be a health challenge. It could be someone in their family, whatever. You just glazed over it, visualization, meditation, all that kind of stuff. And, and we don't need to dive a ton into it, but 
guys, hey, if you're ever wondering in the power of the mind, the power of, you know, tapping into spirit, whatever it might be, Tiffany's unbelievable proof of do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so how long did it take? So you, you're totally blind. You're working on meditating, all that kind of stuff. How long did it take to get back to where you could see? Well, eight months, um, I started to see white. So it turned from all black environment to all white environment. So it felt like I was in a cloud (laughs) for a lot of months. So it was another probably eight months of just pure white. At least I could see shadows at that point, but nothing tan, like you didn't know what you were looking at at all. Um, So another eight months like that. And then, you know, it was probably another... I don't know. I, I forget the the timeline actually, but uh, it's a whirlwind of events. But here we are. Um, I just got new lenses contacts. They're like these hybrid lenses that they just came out with. And so now I actually can see 2020. I can drive a car. So wow. it's been almost four years. Four years. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. But when I could start to fully see again was probably, you know, a little over... Uh, like two and a half years probably. And was there any surgery they did or this was literally all through healing through your mind? No, no external anything. No, no medicine, no drops, no surgery, no nothing. It was all the power of my mind and intention. Incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's so amazing. Right. (laughs) So amazing. I mean, if, if, if you can go and do that, what else can we do? You know, what else are we capable of? Mm hmm. And, uh, I mean, we, that's so what a, that's, that story never gets old. Incredible. So I know the other part too, um, on the other business. So you, you said, okay, well, I, I get to the hospital, they're wheeling me in and that's where the journey really begins. What's next? Yeah. So, so there was a couple of things here. So it was the moment where I decided, I'm healing myself. Like I'm going to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And as an entrepreneur up until now, that's something we all share as any successful person will tell you, they believe in their ability to figure it out. Right. Like that's just a commonality. And if you want to achieve something in your life, you have to create that certainty, Mm -hmm. you know, not in the certainty in the how, but eventually, you know, you're going to figure it out no matter how many times you do something. Yeah. You're just, you're, you're going to get there at some point. So it's that internal belief system that keeps you going in the moments that are really tough. And I had to lean into that when, of course, you could imagine the fear and uncertainty that I was going through and my, and the chaos, you know, my family all around me. Like I think everyone else all around me was also elevating sort of that chaos. And some points I thought I was more okay than they (laughs) were. You know what I mean? I was training them being their coach, you know, in the moments when they were freaking out and being like, oh, you're blind. And I had to train them. No, actually I'm not. And don't ever say that again. Like I was training them how to use conscious language, you know, because your words become your reality. And I didn't want anyone around me to think I was blind. I didn't want that energy. You know what I mean? I wanted everyone to believe that I was going to heal and I was already healed. And I, I was being healed in those moments. My family didn't even know how bad it really was uh, until we actually started to talk about it years later, because Mm -hmm. I literally like was doing the dishes. I was dressing myself. I was putting on my makeup. I was acting as though I could fully see. And at family events, they didn't think I needed help. Like they didn't understand like, no, actually she is in the dark black. You know what I mean? Because I was just behaving as if 
I was could still see. And I think this is the second piece here that's so powerful is I didn't want it to change the to like where I was going. My intention was to still travel the world. My intention was to build an online business that supports me so I could make money while I sleep. Mm -hmm. My intention was to to have that level of freedom and nothing in my external reality was going to knock me off that path. Mm -hmm. And so I decided, you know, me and my partner, we were like, okay, well, of course, in the beginning, we had to, you know, go to the doctors and that was very time consuming for the first period. But that when it lifted, we were like, okay, well, we're still going to build an online business. Let's go. And my partner would dial the phone numbers to distributors and put me on the phone with people. And I would be calling people like, Hey, I want to sell your product. Like, can we sell your product? And nobody knew anything on the other line. You know what I'm saying? They were like, sure, because I'm really good at building relationships. And so it just started to snowball into these things. And when I, then I, when I could see a little bit, you know, we, we turned my computer into like use all the apps, you know, voice to text, and then it would read it back to me. Right. And, you know, I had to learn and it was a very slow process. So, th- so throughout that as well, I had to have a lot of patience, but, um, we built a seven figure business while I was blind online in 14 months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. So, and we started traveling the world again, by the way. So when the doctors cleared me after that first eight months and I was still in the dark, um, and they were all done looking at me because they just came to the conclusion that we're never going to know. And so they just kind of gave up and I said, okay, well, I'm going to buy a plane ticket back to Malaysia now. Am I all set? Can I get the clearance? And they were like, what? And my whole family was also like, what? You guys are crazy. You're going to go travel the world. I was like, no. I can still taste, I can still smell, and I'm going to go after it. Like, no, no, no. I'm going to still get back to what I started out to do. And so that's what we did. We traveled the world while we built the business and while I was healing myself simultaneously. It's so incredible. It's it's so amazing how people can have very different life circumstances and, you know, way more challenging than a lot of us will ever face. I mean, what you went through, way more challenging than anything I've gone through in my life. But yet the way that you choose to respond in the moment and to acknowledge mm. that choice, right? To really acknowledge it that, okay, like you said, I'm, I'm making this decision. This is a choice. I will not accept that at all. And no, I'm going to see. And then getting back to your life, literally building a seven figure business, 14 months blind. I mean, amazing, amazing. And what Tiffany talked about, I love what you talked about, Tiff, is just that idea of successful people. They just have the belief that, I'm always going to find a way, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to make this happen. I don't know. I don't need to know how, but I know I'm going to make it happen. Right? Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to make it happen. So incredible. Uh, I, I want to ask you this. So you went through that. So it starts a new journey and want to build a business online, make money while we sleep, going to be able to travel the world. Um, what started to shift for you previously where you had businesses that again, successful, but unhappy how did you start to transition into successful and happy and fulfilled? Yeah, that's a really great question. Well, the happiness never comes from the external environment. The happiness comes from within. And I finally had to realize that, you know, we get to generate joy whenever we want to. And I wish someone would have told me that when I was a little girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would have had a very different way of, of the path, but you know, if at, Finally, I came to that conclusion. You know, we can, we can bring the joy. We can elevate our emotions. We can be whoever we want to on a daily basis. We can choose in every moment to be present and aware and, you know, 
energetic or we can choose something else. And so I think it was just a choice to start showing up every day, feeling alive, feeling vibrant, starting to understand, well, what gives me energy? What gives me, what gives me in this internal joy? What, what do I love to do? You know, and we were doing it. I love to travel. I love to eat the different foods and see the cultures and see life of how everyone else lives. You know, I felt like I was stuck in a bubble and, you know, just the one way my whole life. And so it just expanded me at it. And it felt so expansive to just have that freedom to have money coming in and be able to go anywhere you want and do whatever you want, whenever you want. And, mm. you know, you build it, be able to build a team online, you know, or they don't have to come to you anymore. You just show up like we're doing right now. And I think everyone in 2020 had to transition to this mentality, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, um, anyway, we were living it way before like, that happens. So mm-hmm. I think it was just getting clear on like, what is that? What, what lights me up and, and how can I do more of that? And, um, just setting down that, that sort of clarity path. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Really choosing. How do I want to feel? How do I want to live? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and what brings me that, um, what would you say to someone that's listening? They say, well, Tiffany, that sounds really good. I can't just, you know, pack up. I got a job. I got, you know, family, kids, all this kind of stuff. What's a, what's a step for them to start to pursue that better version of their life? Something small they can start with. Maybe they can't, you know, pack up and sell everything or they're not willing to, but what's something they can start doing? Yeah. I think it's about getting clear on who you want to be. Mm. You know, who, who, who do you want to be? Yeah. How do you want to show up every single day for your family, you know, for your team, for the people around you right now? Cause there are people around you in your life, you know, what, do you want to bring the joy? You want to bring the energy? Do you want to be the vibrant person in the room? Or do you want to be the person, you know, that people want to go the furthest away from? Like, those are all just decisions. And so who, who do you want to be? And what does that look like? You know, how, how can you start showing up as that version of you now, you know, like, and, and doing those things? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And I think, you know, as I've worked with you too, um, of witnessing my own life and then stuff we've done together, the power of a question can alter your whole life. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes I'm sure I'm curious if you agree with this. Sometimes people are seeking answers, but they're probably not going to find the answer until they ask the right question. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. if we can tune into that more of what's the question of just simple, who do I want to be? Right. How do I want to live? What kind of husband do I want to be? What kind of, you know, wife or partner or mom or dad or son or, daughter, whatever it might be, friend, you know, entrepreneur, leader. And then what can I do to step into that? What can I do differently? Because right? mm-hmm. I think, I think intuitively, intuitively, we know what we need to do, right? We know what the next step is, but if we don't ask, then we just get stuck on it. Um, I know you know a lot about neuroscience, uh, reprogramming the mind, that kind of stuff. I'm fanatic about it. As you know, I love it. Uh, it's one of my, my big passions with that. You mentioned something earlier about, you know, choosing how you wanted to feel, deciding on elevated emotions. Can you talk to us a bit about, because this is such an important performance strategy. Can you talk to everybody a bit about just really where thought alone is not going to get you there, where you've got to have that elevated emotion? And can you talk about Mm -hmm. why and even some of the science behind that? Yeah, sure. This is so good. So thought, so, so basically everything in your, in your reality right now is a sum of all of your thinking, mm-hmm. right? And so if you look around and you can take inventory, so if you're at a place in your life where you want more, this is mm-hmm. a good place to start because you've got to look at your, at what's 
in your reality, your bank account, your relationships, how they are, um, you know, your results in your business, your company, your career, your health, everything, all the buckets, your mission, your purpose, everything. And you have to ask yourself, well, what type of thinking got me these results? Because we think thoughts and those thoughts activate emotions deep within ourselves. And so then we feel a certain way and then those feelings create the action, you know? So it's kind of like, if you think that you're not good enough, you're not going to feel good about yourself. And then you're probably going to run away from the action you need to take. You're going to want to go hide Netflix and chill, scroll on social media versus Mm -hmm. if you felt thought that you were powerful and you were like, no, I'm going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. There's no way you're going to go Netflix and chill because you're going to feel really powerful. You're going to feel empowered. You're going to feel like, yes, I can do this confident. And then you're going to go and take the act, the next action step that you believe will get you at one step closer to what, you know, something better or the outcome that you're going for. Mm -hmm. And so, but the feeling is so important because the feeling is what triggers the action, you know, that's kind Mm -hmm. of how the process goes. And so, and not only, you know, the thought is sort of what sends the signal out, you know, it's like the intention that you want that you want to have, you want to call in. It's, it's, it's the intention, but the emotion is the frequency that you then are, you're vibrating on and everything you want in life, everything is made up of energy. So like this water bottle has a frequency, you know, like you're, you're basically kind of a radio. Think of yourself as a radio and your emotions are the, the dial, you know, when you're changing the frequency of which that's on, then you stream that information back to you through the radio. Well, your body and your physiology works the same way. You're like a radio receiver, but how you tap into these these frequencies and attract the things to you, okay, we're going to go <laughs> a lot of attraction here, yeah, is yeah. like you got to get on the frequency of what you want in order yeah. for it to be a match. And so I think the elevated emotion is the key piece to to being able to do that. And the secret, that movie... By the way, that was like my, that when I was healing myself, when I went blind, we watched that movie, you know, we were like, oh, so glued to it because we had no clue about this stuff, you know, at that time. And I think they missed the, they missed something in that movie that I think is the most powerful thing. And it's the emotions, you know, and the actions you have to take. You can't just sit around and think something and then it's going to fall in your lap. You actually, it's a co-creation process with the energy that, whatever you want to call it, the universe, source, energy, God, Buddha, whatever you believe in that is like your source. Yeah. You know, it's a co-creation process. It's not Santa Claus. You don't just ask for something and it delivers it. It's like, no, you actually have things that you have to do too. And yeah. it's your energy. That's your job. Not necessarily like, you know, the how, you know, how you're going to make it happen. It's just sort of like your energy. And think about this when you're feeling really good, you, you do good things, right? So like, you know, you, you, when you're feeling really good, you want to give to everyone around you, you want to help, you want to serve, you want to contribute in, in such bigger ways. And I think that that is when you take action from that energy, you create magical results versus the action versus energy taking action from an energy that's like, oh, well, I have to do this. Like Eeyore, Eeyore, you know what I mean? It's like, no, no, no. Like I get to do this. I'm so excited today. You know, like what kind of results would you show up or would you 
produce if you were in energy like that. So I think it's the energy that you're sitting in every day that really is the results, you know, like, so if you look at your bank account right now and you don't like the numbers in it, the zeros or whatever, you got to ask yourself, well, what kind of energy are you showing up in each day? And although that Mm -hmm. starts with your thoughts, I think that if you're get even more intentional about your energy, you could probably see faster results than just thinking about your thoughts. So true. Yeah, it's so true. Well said, uh, beautifully said, everything's energy. Everything you're seeking is energy. You've got to get on that frequency. How do you get on the frequency? Elevated emotions. And and for everybody listening, if you're unclear, when we talk about elevated emotion, these are things like gratitude, love, excitement, joy, pride, that kind of stuff. Things that you just feel awesome about, happiness. I mean, these are these are things that we want to generate and feel and choose to generate. Um, and what's interesting too is that, and I, I know in my own life, I know you know it too. When you chose to follow your joy, when you chose to just, okay, what do I love to do? You know, what really brings me joy? Isn't it funny how life just works magic? I mean, things just happen in unbelievable. We were talking about this before we even started the episode of just going to another level and just everything starts to come to you in massive ways. And I think probably for a lot of people listening, you're still, you're still operating. I used to, you're still operating on the old kind of success ethic of, you know, just kind of like hustle and grind and just, Mm. you know, sacrifice everything and lay it all on the line, 18 hours a day. And Hey, if, if you love it, it's going to work for you, right? If you Mm -hmm. love it and and you, you might even get what you want doing it that way, but I think you'll fall into exactly what Tiffany started the call with. I was successful, but I wasn't happy. Right. Mm -hmm. So how can you start to tune into more of what you do love to do and create a space for even a little bit of that in your day? If you feel like I can't drop what I'm doing, that's fine. Create some space for some of that. You'll be amazed that life just starts to happen easier. I mean, you start to produce better results with way less effort. And, um, and again, I think too, I think intuitively, we all know that there's a way to do that. There's a way to live that life just flows. There's a way to live that just, you know, every day is awesome. Or maybe, you know, <laughs> we're just having a good time with it. Um, anyways, getting off topic on it. Uh, I want to talk about, because I know you, you kind of glossed over it a bit, um, meditation. And it's a subject that I think more and more people are hearing more about. It's a subject that probably everybody listening's heard of. And I still think probably my experience anyways is majority of people I logically understand this is a good idea, uh, but maybe don't know where to start or why I should be doing it. Can you talk about the importance of it in your life, how it's benefited you, and maybe for people where to start with that too? Yeah, for sure. So another good point. Meditation saved me. Because the thing is, is I didn't know myself. And the definition of meditation is to get to know thyself, mm-hmm. right? So when you sit sit down on a mat and you give yourself silence, guess what? You're left alone with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So you start to see very quickly, oh, all the things that, again, created the results in your life. Now it's all of a sudden you're aware, I think we're so busy in today's society with the social media scrolling. Like we literally think about for anyone listening, when's the last time you gave yourself space to just be Mm. literally do nothing. I mean, I don't think we do enough of that. Right. And so it's, it's very, we're filled with distractions and everyone wants our attention everywhere. We turn, there's marketing, there's a million decisions. When you go to the grocery store, me and my partner last night were like, 
how many different versions of toilet paper can like we're having decision anxiety <laughs> in the toilet paper aisle. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like everywhere you turn, there's so many decisions and such distraction. Like we got to carve out time every single day. And if you're sitting there right now, knowing that pull, like you're meant for more, you're hearing that call, like, Hey, I'm not a hundred percent happy. Like, what do I do here? Well, all you can do is like, you can start with just five minutes a day of just sitting with yourself and you're going to start to realize, wow, like what's going on here. And if you aren't in elevated emotions, like say, you know, you feel frustrated a lot of the time, or you feel like right now, especially there's so much uncertainty. There's so much fear. There's so much still going on lingering from what, you know, what happened. And it's just, you know, you got to know where all that stuff is kind of coming from in your mind so that you can then you, you get to rearrange it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, but it all starts with awareness. If you're not aware of your thoughts, if you're not aware of yourself, because your thoughts make up who you are, right? You're not, you aren't your thoughts, but you kind of are because they create your results. If you're not aware of what's going on and you're not the captain of your thoughts, right? So it's about alignment and aligning your thoughts with who you want to be aligning your thoughts with, um, you know, what is going to make you happy, you know, but it starts again with that awareness. So five minutes of that. And I'm sure you will be like, wow, <laughs> what the heck? I didn't even know I was thinking these thoughts. And, uh, you have a choice in every moment in that meditation of just sitting in silence to buy into those thoughts, get yeah. curious about them or let them just go by, you know? And so it could be a powerful exercise for you, but basically for me, that that's the key. So I yeah. spent two weeks in Vipassana and I got to know a lot about why I was the way I was, yeah. why I was maybe not a hundred percent happy, what yeah. I had to release um, and let go out of my energy field so that I could elevate, you know, you can't elevate to another level if you are holding on to things from the past. And so, you know, you got to become aware of all that stuff. And that's what meditation does to get to know thyself. It's an mm -hmm. inward journey back home. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And everybody, if, if you're not into meditation, get into it. I know, you know, it's a good idea. Take some time, start with five minutes. Like Tiff said, start with something, right? And then you'll start to grow from there. It's a game changer. Most of the highly successful people I know. And, and when we combine, especially when you look at successful and fulfilled, these are people that meditate daily, right? Mm -hmm. And take the time. And I know you do, right? I know we talk about lots and just, uh, it's part of uh, a big part of both of our lives. Um, incredible stuff. Incredible. Uh, so I opened the call as I introduced Tiffany. She's also a certified high performance coach. And uh, I got to tell you personally, I mean, some of the things that, that you've taught me and that we've worked with have been game changing for me. And so I, I want to, because I know people are going to want to hear, um, of course, we're not going to have time to dive into all of them uh, by any means. But but I love to talk about for some people, just maybe in a couple performance strategies, high performance strategies, how can they really elevate their game to the next level? So maybe they're doing well, they're already winning, but I want to go to the next level. What are a couple of things you would talk about in that, that arena? Yeah. Okay. So I just did a live on this the other day. This is my favorite high performance topic to talk about. And I think the one that is the most powerful, if you can implement it, you'll see immediate results. Okay. Well, there's two pieces. Well, maybe there's like three pieces to this, but first it's triggers. So, you know, you got to trigger yourself. So once you get clear on who you want to be, 
come up with some condensed version of that for yourself. So I like to come back to like, I call it clarity words. So it's like my higher self words, my clarity words, um, on what I want to live into. Again, like I think we were talking earlier about, you know, what I had to do to heal myself. Well, I had to understand who I needed to be Mm. every day. Not, not, you don't need to become somebody different. You already have all the tools within you. You already are the version of you that achieves whatever you want to achieve. You just got to bring that version of you forward more often. And I think we let the day get in the way and there's no intentional check-in to say, Hey, like, have I been my best self today? Have I been my highest self? Like even just that question, you know, alone could move you wonders if you had a trigger that reminded you throughout the day to check in with that. And so for me, every 50 minutes, my alarm goes off and it asks me like my words, you know, that I'm living into are bold, vibrant, and leader. And that's the version of me. Like when I show up every 50 minutes as a bold, vibrant leader, the results in my life are just magical, you Mm. know? And so I have to understand where I've fallen from grace from that. Mm. And I have to get real with myself, you know, because I'm not going to be perfect and nobody ever is going to be. But could you imagine if you just even started with three check-ins a day in the morning, like set an intention, well, this is how I'm going to show up today. And then checked in even twice, maybe at lunch. And then at the end of the day, you ask yourself, well, did I do it? Did I show up as that person? You know, and what, if you didn't like, why not, you know, and holding yourself accountable to that next level, you know, you can't have the next level if you're not willing to do the work for it. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I think a lot of people, they want something more, but they're not willing to do the effort. And although this may seem like a lot, it really isn't, you know, it can take Mm -hmm. a 30 second moment of your day, you know, Mm -hmm. a check in. Mm -hmm. So I have an alarm on my phone. It makes it easy. I don't have to remember. It reminds me. It goes off and it's like, I don't have to worry about it. And I check in with myself and I'm like, okay, Tiffany, have you been bold, vibrant and leader over the last hour? If not, why not? What Mm -hmm. got in your way? How do I not let that get in my way next time? How can I show up for this conversation, this circumstance, this differently the next time. And, and you're like a learning lab. I think I, I view my life every day as a learning lab, you know, like I'm so curious on how to optimize myself because I know that all my results start with me. You know, a lot of people come to me, I do business coaching as well, not just high performance coaching. And they come to me thinking they're missing the strategy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm missing the marketing strategy in my company. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> like we got to optimize you, the leader first, because no strategy is going to work in the world unless you optimize yourself because you literally are the results in your business. Yeah. And so they're like, and then they start working with me and they're like, wow, I thought it was the strategy all along. And it's like, yeah. no, they're like, no, 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 it was me and my mindset around the strategy and my energy around the strategy. And so I'm going off track here a little bit, but I think just checking in with yourself, triggers are so important. And, and here's the other piece here that I want to say is your transitions. So high performers, they transition very well. Okay. So we have so many transitions throughout the day and we bumble into these transitions with no intention and we expect to have magical relationships when we when we don't even know how we want to show up for these yeah. people or these conversations. And we just bumble into these situations thinking, oh, yeah, like, well, it should just automatically be magical. Well, no, actually, we have to take ownership of how we're showing up there and we have to be the leader, you know, yeah, people follow your energy. Yeah, and sure. so, yeah, you just got to decide. And so think about how many transitions you have in a day. You wake up, that's a transition. What right. do you do? You open your eyes when you wake up in the morning. Do you 
go and turn the phone off and immediately go to the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters, the WhatsApp, the email. And then all of a sudden you're like on a cat video for 45 minutes on YouTube wondering <laughs> how the heck you got yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, no, we have to have more intention than that, babe. Like we got to get up. Like we yeah. got to, you know, you got to ask yourself, like, what do I want today? What, like, you got to be grateful you have this day. Every day when I wake up, I have a celebratory period where I celebrate the day. I'm like, wow, mm. I open my eyes and I'm like, wow, you can see. Yeah. Think about that. That got taken away from me in a moment's time. No warning, no nothing. Like we have to start appreciating the things that are the, but we think are minor yeah. until we don't have them anymore. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you know, like just anyway, like I think the second piece to that would be getting intentional about your transition periods um, mm-hmm. and how you're showing up there as well and how you want to show up there. So that just opened up like enough for a human yeah. to start to think about. Like, yeah. A hundred percent. So, so amazing. So powerful. <laughs> that concept, everybody. So as you come out of this, you know, I know you're taking, some of you guys are probably wishing you're taking notes right now. You might be on the treadmill, you might be driving, whatever, go back and listen to that section again. And then practical steps coming out of it. And you've helped me with this, Tiff, but it's, it's just literally, so you design, I was pretty good at who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? I'd have a vision, that kind of stuff. But what really helped me was exactly what you talked about was turning that into, okay, what are, what are a few key phrases coming out of that? trigger points like that. And then literally on the note of performance strategies, guys, just to echo what Tiff says is, is to use, I mean, our cell phones, I, sometimes I hate my cell phone because I just get, you know, the social media trap or text and email, but there's a lot of great tools with it too. And just the fact that you can set alarms like that. And so I don't do it hourly, but I know we've talked about this recently where I started doing a little bit different, not where I'm doing the the three words, but uh, that idea of tune in. So we talked a lot about frequencies earlier, and so everybody listening, where, where I've learned this from Tiffany is, is I use a similar strategy. So every three hours, I have a reminder that goes off that shows up that says tune in. And it reminds me to pause and just, again, feel the feeling I want. Tap into that elevated emotion, right? Love, gratitude, joy. And so I'm bringing, because I created my meditation, but I want to bring more of that to the day. And that's the exact strategy, what she's teaching. I know she implements it. I want you to know this stuff works, right? I've used it through her teachings. It's incredible. And, uh, and then the transition period. And, and if I can add one thing to what Tiffany said too, that idea of, you know, when you're first get out of bed, what's that transition? I think one of the worst things we can do is get right onto our phone. So great strategy, be on airplane mode, right? Have it off. Don't have your Wi-Fi on. I mean, that's probably the best way to do it. You know, if, if you're really worried, what if somebody needs to get a hold of me? Maybe you should get a home phone if you don't have one anymore, right? <laughs> but like mine is off. You cannot reach me. Nobody can talk to me. And it stays off until I've done the stuff that's important to me. And uh, man, it's just that because hey, you got to keep in mind cell phones. I mean, especially social media and all that stuff. It's designed to hook you. It's designed to keep you engaged. It's designed to grab your attention. It's It's advertising. I mean, that's what it is, right? It's, it's me. Yeah, well, you actually get dopamine dumps. This is right. why you get addicted to it. There's a, a 
physiological thing happening in your body. Like you literally, every time you see a new piece of information, you get this hit of the happy drug. Okay. So for you people who don't know what dopamine is, it's the happy drug that makes you feel happy, you know? Mm -hmm. And so every time you're scrolling and getting all this information, that's why you feel like you can't stop or you get sucked in because you want to feel more of that. You want to feel good. It's that curiosity of when you click on something like the next thing that's going to happen, you don't know. And so it adds this element of like surprises and, you know, and that's how they really get, get you kind of drawn in there. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to add that. Totally. Yeah. Such a great point. And, and to that point, how can you start to use that? So not with your cell phone, but how can you start to use that to maybe wire some positive addictions, right? Mm. Things like, you know, setting things you want to get a goal list. I mean, a simple goal list. It feels good checking stuff off, just getting stuff done, right? It feels great. You're doing it's the same process, but you're wiring it to something productive, forward moving in your life, right? So good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, acknowledgement too, and just building yes. in reward systems for yourself. So, you know, um, training yourself, you know, if you have a problem with motivation or, getting yourself to take action on things. It's like the fastest way for you to train your brain and body to actually crave taking action is to reward yourself every time you do, because Mm. that's literally what you're doing. You're now giving yourself that dopamine dump. When you reward yourself, you feel proud about yourself. You you feel accomplished. You're not looking Mm. for it outside, you know, for somebody to pat you on the back. Cause if you're not able to do that, that's, you know, people outside of you probably aren't going to do as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be able to do it for yourself first. And then you'll start to see the external reality start to shift there. But the thing is, is that you can actually create those dopamine dumps by having reward systems. So what gets rewarded gets repeated. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, when we do good things, we have to start to acknowledge ourselves. And I think this is a big piece that I've noticed with high performers. Sometimes the, their issue is not taking action. Okay. High performers, they have no problem doing the thing and believing in themselves, but they have a real issue with the acknowledgement piece. And mm-hmm. that's the two parts to success, right? One is action, which is very masculine. That's a very, um, I'm going to do this thing. It's very challenge-based, challenge-driven. Whereas like the acknowledgement piece is the more feminine energy, the more nurturing, the more honoring, the more, um, you know, and, and you need both of those. It's like, mm-hmm the masculine and the feminine balance. And you can be a male or a female, but you have both of these energies inside of you. Mm. And so if you can learn how to balance out both of those energies, that's where you feel fulfillment. Mm. So oftentimes if you're missing something in your life and you don't know what it is, it's probably because you are taking the action, but you're not acknowledging yourself or you're, you know, you're acknowledging yourself, but you're maybe kidding yourself as you're not actually taking the action you need to do. So, you know, you got to kind of look at those pieces and ask yourself, you know, where am I at? Where am I at here? And that's where, when you can balance those energies, that's where a lot of fulfillment comes from too. Not just like doing things that make you joyful, but, you know, honoring yourself, you know, is, is key. And, and that's a, the highest version of self-love, you know, people talk about that all the time, but I think honoring yourself and being able to do that is could be the key for you to pick up your pace for sure. Yeah. yeah. I know it's something I still got to get better at. (laughs) Definitely a tendency to go do to make stuff happen and uh, you know, still working on getting better at that for sure. A couple things as we're just kind of near, nearing the end of our time together for, for at least for this one. Uh, I I like to ask people and uh, something that uh, I like to find out too. I want to know from you, uh, best three books or most impactful books in your life? 
How do you put me on a spot like that? <laughs> I mean, my gosh, what? There are three most impactful books. There are so many. Oh, this is a big one. Okay, so I think obviously becoming supernatural, Dr. Sure. Joe Dispenza. Yeah. Um, and I say obviously for for those of you who are listening, because me and Ben we follow Dr. Joe. He's a big mentor in our life, and and he's definitely. Um, shifted things for both of us. So anyway, so Becoming Supernatural, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I would say High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. That is an amazing one. And so if you want to step into another level of performance, absolutely start there. (laughs) Read that book because if you implement everything that is in that book, you will accelerate your life. Um, And it's a holistic approach. Again, it's not just about checking things off and being more productive. And a lot of people think that that's what high performance means. But high performance is actually a way of a way of being. It's an energy. It's like this fulfillment and passion and engagement and and feeling on purpose and charge and alive every single day. And that all starts with your habits. And so he goes deeper than habits in the book. But um, I think that's a really good place for you to start holistically. Yeah. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza and Becoming Supernatural will teach you how to, you know, elevate your frequencies, how yeah. to latch on to these different things so you can draw these magical results to you with ease. Like Ben was saying earlier, it's, it's if hustle, you love it, great. It will work for you. But if you're, I'm not that person anymore. I used to be that person. And that was like causing adrenal fatigue in my life. Like my adrenals are tapped out at this point. I don't have no more hustle. I had to figure out an easier way. And there is an easier way for people that are listening. It's not fake. Like you get to create magical results with ease. That is a thing. And that's what I teach my clients exactly how to do in their life. And and um, I think that's also where you'll feel more fulfillment Yeah. Um, is when you can, it was just when you know that power within you that you can magnetize things to you and you can get in that energy to do that. Oh man, there is nothing more empowering than that. You know, that that's yep. way more empowering to me, at least I, I feel than taking any action. Yeah. <laughs> that is the action. Yeah. Um, but the third book is going to be Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Nice. That's a classic. And I think that that will teach you the power of your mind. This, these concepts that we talk about have been used for so long. Like they're not some new thing, new age thing in the market. Like these have been around. These are basic (laughs) principles that have been around since we even, since we came here, you know? And so that book will bring you back to, your subconscious mind and teaching you all of the the nitty gritty of the insides and outs of how you can program yourself for success. You know, how the greats did it back then, like Charles Schwab and Mm -hmm. the Fords, um, you know, all, yeah. yeah, Yeah. I mean, they all use these principles and the way that he teaches it, it's like think and grow rich. You think it's going to be a book about just how to get rich, right? Mm -hmm. It is absolutely not like that title doesn't do it justice. It teaches you the principles on how to be successful in anything in your life. If you totally can apply is. those principles to any result that you want, and I think this is this is a key piece here because it doesn't maybe you're after wealth, maybe you're after better relationships, maybe you're after, you know, um whatever it is that you want. Those principles will help you get there. And I used that when I went blind to heal myself. I literally programmed my brain and body to believe I was already healed. Yeah. And I waited for this reality, my body to catch up to my mind. 
And so, you know, it took a little bit, um, but I was new to the game. If that happened to me again tomorrow, I would probably heal myself a lot faster because I know all these hacks and tips and tricks and whatever now. But the thing is, is just get started because, you know, you'll, you'll be able to manifest, um, whatever it is that you want when you learn these principles. Totally. So good. Think and grow rich, high performance habits, becoming supernatural. Um, all, I love all of those, uh, kind of unique. So for me, I spent my first decade of business as we talked about kind of like hustle, go make it happen. Last few years, more of how do I create life with love, joy and gratitude? That's my big thing, right? As you know, and rereading Think and Grow Rich right around that time was one of those things. I'd read it multiple times. But when I read it, something resonated with me that you talked about earlier and that I, I missed it all the other times. But when the title says Think and Grow Rich, but as you continue on to his six steps to riches or any kind of goal or any kind of thing you want to create in your life, the most important step, and he even says the most important step, is when you think about your goal, you need to see, feel, and believe yourself already in possession. As Tiffany said, I was already, I could already see, right? People are telling you you're blind. No, I'm not, right? Mm-hmm. Ignoring, ignoring what was going on in, you know, present circumstances and only seeing what you want, only seeing the vision. So important. And then yeah. of course, and, and you and I, my high performance habits, you, it's up there. It's in the corner. I love it. Changed my life. We wouldn't have met if I hadn't read that book. I mean, the reason that we got connected was because of Brennan in that book initially, right? Mm-hmm. Which led me on to that search and, and funny, just for everybody's information too. So Tiff and I got connected. I, I found her online, right? She talked about online. That's how we got connected originally. Had a great call, you know, started working together and become great friends ever since. And, um, but literally we found out about two or three into our coaching calls that we were literally at the exact same Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat seven months, eight months prior to us meeting, um, which is super cool. So anyways, Tiffany, unbelievable. (laughs) So much fun. I knew we were going to have a great time doing this. It's just awesome. So exciting. Um, I know you got your website. People, well, they want more information. TiffanyJulie.com, right? Yep. Yep. TiffanyJulie.com. And so, I mean, Tiff's got lots of different programs you can get involved in. Uh, if you're if you're looking for high level coaching, you know, you're going to want to talk to her about that. And then, uh, social media wise, what's your Instagram as well? Uh, I am Tiffany Julie. I am Tiffany Julie. Perfect. So follow Tiffany. Get connected with her. She's amazing. Uh, hey, do me a favor. If you're new to the show, make sure you go and click subscribe. Right, subscribe to the show. If you're on Apple, if you can rank it, review it. It just helps get the show to everybody. And then all I ask, share this with somebody, right? Share it with someone, get this information out to people. There's people that need this kind of inspiration, need this kind of tactical knowledge and mindset and strategies that are going to help people go to next level. So we appreciate you so much taking some time to be with us. Tiffany, thank you for your time. Love working with you. Love doing life with you. It's awesome. And uh, I'm excited about the future. So thanks for taking some time. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.